Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is Dave, your host. You're listening to The Unobserved American. And today, we're going to be talking about a real-life situation that happened to me. Incredible situation. So stick around and uh, you'll get the story. So like I said, we're back. And now... If you're not already sitting down, which, let's be honest, you may not be. This may floor you, so just fair warning. I attended a Close the Camps protest on July 2nd, and it was wild. Everything was fine. You know, I was walking up, I was saying my bit, nobody was saying nothing to me. You know. So the first interaction I had, well, so let me tell you what I was walking up saying. And what I was saying, uh, partly, because I don't want to give it all away, because there's a video on YouTube that coincides with this, which you guys should go check out for sure. So you guys can just be like, so you guys are like, seeing what I'm talking about. You know, you can be like, oh my God, I'm in the moment with them. But anyways, so I'm I'm saying things like we're gonna go see what kind of lies, misinformation, because there was there's there's been a lot, like the kids in cages, you know, for example, those pictures were taken the, during the Obama administration. It's been proven, yet people still don't believe it, um, even though it's fact. So I was curious, and you know I'm walking up and I see these kids course they got kids there which uh, ladies and gentlemen I I, I don't it's one thing to raise your children in in a household you know that has a certain political belief but to take your children to stuff like that and the temperature got up to like 90 some degrees and we were all out in the sun and these are small children they're out for extended period of time you know which I mean that's fine but they're holding signs talking about let the kids go and stuff like that. You know, the, the typical close the camp stuff. They don't even understand the nuances. Their parents are just telling them, hey, do you want to hold a sign and, uh, and, and be in solidarity with the, with, the, with, the, with the immigrant children coming and that are kept in cages? Yeah? Okay, mommy loves you. Thank you. You know, like that... Indoctrination, in my opinion, is child abuse. Taking your kid to a political rally, unless they're old enough to fully understand the nuances and stuff, or you feel like they're mature enough, which, you know, if you're taking your kid to use as a political pawn, that's abuse. That's just abuse. Anyways, so I'm, I'm talking about, you know, they got their kids there, it's child abuse. Then my first interaction is uh, with the gentleman who who was holding a sign, and uh, you guys will see how that goes in the video. So we move forward in time, and now here's a woman. She's been chatting with the local news station, Fox Two, here here in the Detroit area. And so she's talking, you know, I'm just standing there listening. I'm not, I'm just observing, filming, 
you know. She leaves. The woman who was being interviewed leaves. And, you know, I just, I'm filming and, you know, me and the newswoman happened to lock eyes. So I was like, ah, crap, now I got to say something. So I said, you know, uh, have you, you know, is it both sides out here today or just one side? Totally innocent question, completely innocuous. Just, I mean, just, just, just a bit of conversation to the newswoman. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, that's all it was. And then this woman, which I, I, I didn't record myself asking the, the news lady the question, nor did I record the woman who started the whole confrontation, which you'll see. And when I say confrontation, I'm talking like, you'll, well, you'll see. I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to spoil anything. But this woman that was being interviewed starts yelling. You'd think I like punched her in the face or like straight up ripped her ovaries out right there in the street or something. I, 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 like she just was screaming like bloody murder. That, that, there you go. That's the, that's the one everybody knows. So she's screaming bloody murder, calling me all sorts of the typical names that the left calls people, you know, that disagree with them or they think disagree with them. Uh, which, by the way, let me just say, <laughs> yes, I understand things are not great down at the southern border, but that is not our fault. <laughs> that is the, the asylum law's fault for being broken, and that's the Democrats' fault, in all reality, for not push, for not allowing the funding to go through that CBP needs to better have, to have more resources, which the Dems are complaining that they don't have, so why not give them money to have that? And the Dems are refusing to fix the asylum laws because they don't see anything wrong with them, even though they're broken, even though drug traffickers... Human, human traffickers, smugglers, all sorts of people are, are using our asylum law as just a way to come in and out of the country and just bring all that with them. But, you know, it's fine. Why, why, fix, why fix what's not broken, right? But anyways, like I was saying, woman starts yelling. There's a whole thing that happens... I get called uh, uh, a tack head, which I was just informed recently uh, that it could possibly mean skinhead. Now, genetically speaking, I was not gifted uh, follically, okay? The top of my head is fairly, fairly shiny. And I'm not ashamed to admit that I am a proud, bald man. And I live happily as an openly bald man. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I'm a that doesn't mean I'm a skinhead or a racist or you know whatever you want to put that label on as pe for people that have bald head. I mean, like I can make the I can make the argument like if we're talking about people with shaved heads, like. The whole military is just a bunch of skinheads. 
and then I just offended everyone. But there's people out there that probably think like that because they're 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 ignorant. But ladies and gentlemen, it, it's it's wild what happens at these protests. You know, you see it with Antifa. You see it. You've seen it with the Andy No situation just a few weeks ago. You know. He's he's ba he's everything basically that they are standing for supposedly, right? He's an immigrant. He's gay. He's a person of color. <laughs> you know he's he's Vietnamese. But just because he has a different viewpoint, and he worked for a conservative uh, outlet. They uh, they beat the piss out of him. They, they destroyed that man. Neurological damage. And, you know, these people aren't condemned as terrorists yet. But I think, I think, uh, I saw a headline earlier. I didn't get a chance to really delve into it. But it said that Trump uh, was contemplating condemning Antifa as a terrorist group. No, don't. Don't contemplate, just do. When you have citizens beating other citizens in the street just for opposing viewpoints, which is completely wrong. It doesn't matter what side politically you're on. Even if you're no side and you're just joining in for the fun of it. You're wrong for that. Your political viewpoint, your opinion, does not, does not, Call for violence. Sure, be be loud, be angry, yell, if that's what you really want to do. But you're not getting your point across then. People are shut down. They don't care. When you yell, people don't care. Now, when you're at these protests and these rallies and things, you're going to have to talk louder and yell, right? Because there's so many people going at it. But... In local, in local things like I was at, there's no need to yell. There's just need for conversation. And, and, and it, it got wild, folks. It got wild. It was very scary. I don't show that in the video, but it was very scary. Because you never know who's so upset enough to just say, I don't like you. And then, you know, you're KO'd, right? You're just done. Like, <clears throat> So, it's, it's like super scary, the situation that, that, that I was put in by this one crazed, and it's always the white women in baseball hats. I'm sorry, white ladies in baseball caps. If you're a conservative white woman with a baseball cap, that's not a MAGA hat, or that's a MAGA hat, or not a MAGA hat. I, I, I'm sorry, no matter what political spectrum you're on, I don't care. You, I can't trust you. <laughs> Every experience I've ever had with a woman in a baseball cap has been terrible. They're not, they're, it's just not, but that's just me. That's just me. You guys do it. Trust women in baseball caps. I'll just stick to my own thing. That's my hang up. Um, but uh, let me, here, I'll say don't trust liberal women in baseball caps. There you go. We'll just single, we'll single out that one single group. 
But no, that's not the point of this. That's not the point of this, okay? I mean, the point I mean, it technically is the point of this of this uh episode and the video to kind of show the hypocrisy of the left, how they want to call the right fascists and 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 Nazis and all this when uh you know, what was the what was the party of freedom? The Republicans. Just saying. Just just saying. You know, who had the Jim Crow laws? Just saying. Just putting that out in the open there. Um, but you know, hey. The 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 uh physical form of slavery ended, but good job, Democrats. You still got the minorities and the mental slavery, so Ah, oh, God, it's just horrible. It's a horrible situation. You know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're part of your freedom. They're, like, so liberal and, like, oh, my God. I hate Donald Trump. He's a racist. He's a Nazi. I don't know what kind of voice that was, but whatever. But when you ask them these questions, there's no answer. You can't get an answer. Why? They're, they're, they're just mindless. And uh, it's unfortunate. That things have to go down the way they go down a lot of times. And yes, at the end of the video, I do lose my cool a little bit. But I'm nowhere near them. I may, I went back to my car. And at the end, I said BS. Yeah, I used some strong language. I'm a strong man. With strong viewpoints. As I'm sure people who are going to check out this show at some point or another will also have. So if you guys are listening on the Anchor app, you guys have this amazing ability to leave me voice messages, which I can then insert in a future episode and uh, respond to. So if you if you uh, hear this episode and you're not listening on Anchor, what are you waiting for? You don't got to like try and find some social media that I don't have or just type your, you know, opinion in the YouTube comments, which you can also do. Um, but, you know, you can actually have your voice heard. But just please, uh, if you are going to send a voice message, just please try to refrain from uh, the profanity. Otherwise, I'm going to have to tell you to watch your profanity. And... Uh, if you don't watch your profanity, then your question's going to be cut off, and I'm not going to answer it. Um, you know, even before it gets on air, it's going to be cut off. <laughs> so, or your comment, whatever it is, if it, you know, or if if you use any kind of slurs or or, you know, let's let's be civil, let's be civil, because the whole point of this show, in the long run, is to come together, get an understanding of where each each side's coming from or whoever, where we're all coming from, it for that matter. And, you know, find a common ground and move forward from there because we can't move forward unless we all find a common ground, right? If we're moving on separate paths, which we are now, things are, are not going to go well, which they aren't now. But what an incredible, incredible day that was. I uh, I went out there hoping, hoping for the best, meaning 
I was hoping to get some really good uh, interviews, some good, you know, sound bites, such and such, which, which I, there's plenty in the video, which I just, it's raw. The footage is raw. I mean, there's been some editing done because I'm sure you guys didn't want to watch like 22 minutes of bullshit. Oops. I'm sorry, guys. Don't do it again, Dave. Don't do it again. Okay, Dave. I won't. Thanks, Dave. You're great. No, you're breathtaking. Thanks, Keanu. Anyways, um, you know, it, it's it's meant to bring us together, okay? And like I said, um, I was hoping to go and 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 uh, get positivity, right? But it, like I said, it it was BS. It was just BS. Sorry, I had to run back through the conversation in my mind there. I've been talking for a long time. And sometimes when I talk for a long time, like two to five minutes ago, just disappear. But, um, you know, it, it, it's a good video. I do recommend you guys check it out. And, uh, you know, make sure you guys are commenting on the video. You know, liking the video if you like it. You know, do the do do the opposite if you don't. Um, and let me know in the comments on the YouTube section or in the YouTube video what platform you're listening to this on. If you hear this, <sighs> but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, it was wild. It was wild. It was scary. It was t intense. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Uh, I'm just going to be real upfront and open with you. Okay? Because why not? Not only do I have anxiety issues, but I'm also bipolar. So when you watch the video and you see how they're all acting and you see how I'm acting... You let me know in the comments, am I really bipolar? Do I really have anxiety? I'll tell you what, the anxiety, I think. The bipolar, probably. But did I, did I, did I show my, my, did I show my butt to the world? No, no, no. <laughs> well, technically I did when I ended up on the news, yeah. That, yeah, the news recorded also what happened. This is like a two-second clip of, of what happened and me talking to someone. And uh, you can, my butt's in it, but it's just like a profile view, so don't worry. And there's, you know, obviously it's the news, so it's close. But, you know, uh, some people are talking, might say this is a little bit of a biased episode. Yeah, today's episode is a little biased because it's a personal experience episode. Of course it's biased. But what's also biased is the fact that the local Fox 2 station did not interview me. Now, I mean, I, that's kind of weird for me to say like, oh, hey, I was expecting an interview. But let me explain. There was such a level of activity 
that I am surprised they did not interview me. That's why I say, oh, they didn't even interview me. And it's biased because they talked to all those people there for closing the camps. And this is the local Fox 2 station in Detroit. And I've been debating and debating and debating whether or not I want to call them out on it. And, well, I guess I just did. Because it's ridiculous. Without giving too much away, basically half of the people that were at that protest moved from one area of where they were to buy me. Okay? So why wouldn't why wouldn't you want to get an interview with someone who then they who they then call a counter protester? Which wasn't my intention at all. I was going strictly as independent media, just trying to, you know, talk to people, get some interactions and uh ask, you know, present some facts if need be. You know, just let them know some truths. Like how much it costs each year on aid for illegal immigrants. It's about $3 billion, by the way, folks. That's a lot of franking money. $3 billion. Insane. Meanwhile, we've got people homeless on the streets, kids starving. But forget the American people. The immigrants are what matter. And a lot of them are illegal, and that's what's really important here. They're not illegal because they're asylees. No. If they haven't filled out the paperwork, they're not asylees. And that's, that's the thing. That's the thing that, that, you know, thankfully Trump just signed that uh, pact with Guatemala, the immigration pact, where they have to apply for asylum in Guatemala because we, we, we had to stop the flow. Okay, those detention centers, I, like I said, I will, I will concede they're not the greatest. Or maybe I didn't say that already. Maybe it was a thought in my head. But if I didn't say it already, they're not the greatest. No, they, they are struggling. Oh, no, I did because I talked about the Dems not fixing the asylum law, stuff like that. They're only supposed to house two to 300 people. Right now they are housing four times that number. They're housing about 1,200 people. Yeah, no wonder things are, 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 a little, are a little tough down there. But you know what? These parents, these, 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 if you want to call them parents that send their children or come with their children, the seven, I'm talking the 70% that are actually families, not the 30% proven by rapid DNA testing to not be family members but rather pawns for the cartels, smugglers, you know, you get, the, you get the drift, traffickers. You know, these parents know the dangers when, when, before they even come, right? It's, it's, it's like we're walking through the desert, no protection other than this guy who 100% is going to rape somebody on this journey whether it be an adult female or a child, they don't care. And I understand these people are looking for a better life. Okay? I get that. 
But why is it always America's job to provide? It's not. We can't. We can't. We have too many issues of our own at the moment. But these parents still want to send their children with these strangers or come up with their children knowing full well the dangers, the starvation. You know, the fact that you might freeze at night sleeping in the desert. You know, you could drown crossing the Rio Grande. And then there's always the risk that you get caught and you just get sent right back to where you came from. But yet these people make that journey knowing these things. And they're coming in droves. Okay? Remember that caravan, 10,000? Wild! Wild! That's what that is. Wild. But no, 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 no. Our asylum laws aren't broken. Our immigration, our immigration doesn't, policies don't need to be reformed whatsoever. They're fine, aren't they, Democrats? Yes, I'm passionate. Yes. You can hear it in my voice. Because the most messed up part of all of this, of this whole situation is majority of our CBP officers, of our Border Patrol officers, are Hispanic. And they're being called Nazis. Racists. Everything negative that you can imagine. And they got to go home to their children after their kids go to school. And you know what's been on the news non-freaking stop. Imagine being a Hispanic Border Patrol worker hearing that you're running concentration camps. Which AOC, you're, I, oh, someone, can, oh, mm-mm, that's a whole nother episode. The squad. Well, I think I think we should do a spotlight on Ilhan Omar and AOC because two. Mm, anyways, they're both horses' asses, if you ask me. Um, you know, but can you imagine being a Hispanic border patrol agent, being called all these things, having to face your children, face your wife, face your community, knowing damn well. That's not the situation, but that's the narrative that's being pushed, and that's the narrative that's being believed by all these liberals who get all their information from BuzzFeed, Box, and CNN with Don Lemonhead. You guys remember when they when they when they balked at this crisis? They were all like, "Oh yeah, no, it's not a crisis. It's manufactured crisis. It's not real." And then you remember earlier this year when they were all like. Okay, yeah, it's uh, it's a crisis. And these people trust these people who continually put out BS. And that's going that's not to say you can trust Fox News. But I will say I haven't seen many walkbacks from Fox News. 
I've seen a ton of walkbacks from CNN and other media outlets. And a lot of times those walkbacks are just fake. They're not even real walkbacks. The wording says it all. And then look, we got Jesse Smollett 2.0 down, down in Georgia. Erica Thomas, dummy. When you're being surveilled everywhere you go, you pretend to forget that, I guess. But, you know, whatever. But this is, this is, this is the tolerance of the left. And that's exactly what I picked up in the video and uh, what I hope will come across through to you guys in today's episode. I want to thank everybody for uh, listening with whatever uh, platform you're on, whether it be Anchor here, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, uh, what was the other one? Spotify. Uh, I don't know if it's on. I can't remember if it's on Apple Podcasts or not. I am so sorry if it if. if but you could check. Always check. Um, I, I I know there was. I thought there was five. May have just been four. But to any to everyone uh, who listened to this all the way through. Um, make sure you guys are are uh, passing this on. To people with you know with like minds, and and by like minds I don't mean like the same political mindset. I mean the mindset of like let's let's work this all out together, opposing viewpoints or not, and uh, you know maybe 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 we can form a group of people who, you know maybe maybe we as the people finally take back the power in this country. Considering we the people is the first line of the you know, preamble, but hey whatever. Uh, I'm not saying like, you know, take, take, take the means of production and give it to people. I'm just saying like, maybe we can find some reform or something. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Dave, your host. This has been the very first episode of the Unobserved American. And honestly, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Goodbye. (laughs) 